the opinion line on Corks 96 FM. I want to return to something that we were talking about a few weeks ago on the program, and every time we do raise a topic like periods or something like, you know, polycystic ovaries or things like that, women's problems as they used to call them in, in my mother's time, but now, you know, um, they get a huge response. And it's it's um, a pleasure to welcome uh, my next guest uh, to the opinion line, Dr. Nitu Bajekal. She's a consultant, gynecologist, and a doctor of lifestyle medicine Dr. Nitu I think is, is fair to say and you have an enormous website on uh, women's health and women's health issues good morning and welcome hello PJ thank you so much for having me on it's such a pleasure to be able to talk to you and hopefully your listeners will enjoy what I have to say and learn hopefully and you'll understand that I'm one of the 50% of the population that has absolutely no clue what it's like to live like this so if I if I make man type mistakes I'm sure you'll I'm sure you'll forgive me absolutely we're all learning and I think um, you know people who menstruate women um, when I use the word women I want everybody to understand that uh, it is an umbrella term it's for anybody who is assigned female at birth so I don't mean to cause offense I'm learning to I've been in this profession for over 35 years as an gynae uh, consultant but I you know we all have to learn and we are all learning so I, I absolutely understand where you're coming from a simple question maybe to start doctor and it's this yes. so uh, you know menstruation a period yes. happens to yes. 50% of the population once a month yes. for uh, several decades of their life and yet it still seems to be a huge burden on people's lives you'd wonder why we haven't figured out up to now how to just make it a simple procedure that some some people suffer terrible pain terrible cramps it 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 messes up with your sleep why have we not figured out yet how to make it easier so i think the answer is very complex but what i would say in very simple terms is um women historically have always been um not considered as important or as uh, important contributors to society even though we know they are and we know we are and as a result of that um, whether it's periods whether it's pregnancy whether it's any aspect of reproductive health although we have a whole speciality dedicated to it research is actually woefully lacking in many 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 aspects and people are not made aware that this is a part of our lives and in fact um, two weeks or nine days uh, if you nine working days are lost every year due to period problems mm. huge studies have shown that but we don't talk about it because it has been stigmatized it's we've been um, made to feel that it's something dirty not to be shared not to be uh, mentioned and as a result women often suffer in silence mm-hmm. also don't forget over the um, generations historically women have not had many periods because first of all we didn't live very long all humans didn't live very long and once we started periods at around the age of 14 or 15 the age is now dropping uh, we would either get pregnant uh, and then be nursing and be je- dead in childbirth if we were unlucky like most women were but if we were lucky we would have 10 12 children and end up having 10 or 12 periods now we have between 350 to 500 menstrual cycles in a year uh, in a, in a lifetime mm-hmm. 
and depending upon how many children you have and 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 whether you're on hormonal contraception or not so that's a huge burden and if we don't talk about it which i'm yeah. so happy that you are talking about this as the other half of the um, population that if we don't make people aware of it women mm. as well as men and all genders are left in the dark they don't know where, how their body works and if you don't know how your body works how can you be an advocate for mm. when you have painful periods heavy periods or conditions like endometriosis or chronic pelvic pain you know you're just left hoping yeah. that somebody will pick up the diagnosis one of the things that that i thought i guess um are perceived is that all of the women around me who are of menstruation age, they are all affected differently. No two women are affected the same, at least not in my circle of those people that I know. Is that what makes it particularly difficult to deal with? Or does it? No, no. I think um, it doesn't make it difficult because everybody's perception is different. I agree. And everybody's tolerance is different. But there are some certain ground rules. If your periods last for more than seven days, if your pain is affecting the quality of your life, then you need to seek help. Uh, and what we are often told is to put up with painful periods. We're told to put up with heavy periods. We're told when you have children, it will get better. We're told that, you know, it is your fault because you've not had uh, children that you're still having painful periods so while it may be different for different people i think what happens is we often convince ourselves that it is normalized when i talk to my patients they'll say we don't want to bring up these issues because we feel the doctors are busy they don't have time for us we are often reassured and told it's part of uh, you know um, the normal reproductive health yeah. uh, spectrum. So that I think is more important. I agree that women are different uh, and some people will have, depending on their lifestyle, because lifestyle plays a huge role. You know, the more active you are, the the uh, higher amount of plants that you eat, uh, the more uh, less stressed you are, the better you sleep. Of course, all these have huge effects on all aspects of women's health, including uh, periods. But it still means that you can't completely ignore the fact that, you know, one in 10 women have conditions like endometriosis where the lining, similar to the lining of your womb that sheds every month, sticks mm. itself outside and can cause chronic pain. And, you know, it takes between, well, 6.7 years is the average, but between seven and eight years before a woman gets a diagnosis. So she keeps repeatedly either going to <laughs> see a health professional's or is sitting at home thinking this is normal. So that's why many of your friends and your friend circle may not be bold enough to come up and, and say that they have issues because they've been told that this is normal for them. I you see, know, I so see. it is important to understand that. Let me go through one or two of the, the, the issues that come up from time to time, Dr. Neetu. Some women would be forced to take days off work, the pain, yes. fainting, nausea. Other women, and I, I use the word seem to, sail through why is that yeah so there is a chemical that is released uh, every time the lining sheds uh, and this is known as these are known as prostaglandins you will have prostaglandins produced by the rest of your body as well but prostaglandins are this 
responsible for nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, constipation, pain, heaviness of periods. All these symptoms that women will listen to and say, ah, I have some of those. Not everybody will have those. And so, again, it depends on your work culture, your school culture. Are you somebody who is able to just, you know, yes, there will be about, I would say about three out of 10 women in my uh, clinic will actually have no problems. And if you dig deeper, it is because of their, um, you know, lifestyle as well as possible possibly some of their mental attitude. But what is important to understand is they may be suffering in silence. If you actually spend time with people, mm-hmm. they'll say, I do have this pain, but my work will not give me time off. I'm there at work, but I'm actually not present at work because all I can think about is I've got to slink off to the bathroom to change because I'm going to leak. I've got to slink off to the bathroom to hold my tummy and cry with these cramps, which any other person, you know, if a man was having a heart attack, it's often been compared to uterine cramps. They would be taking days off. So there's a lot of move to actually destigmatizing people. So I I think what we have to move away is that, um, yes, some people are very lucky. They have no issues with their periods at all. But as I said, it really depends on how you look at anything. It's the same when somebody is diagnosed with cancer, isn't it? That, you know, some people may appear completely put together when they have that diagnosis and others go to pieces. It is actually understanding that every individual is different, but um, minimizing anybody's symptoms we would be doing them a big disservice and, and of course then they may have conditions like fibroids I don't know if you've heard of fibroids have, these are benign growths we, we did a big yeah. feature on fibroids actually recently yes yes, yes. it's one of my special interests and one in two women will actually have fibroids uh, you know in the general population and it, and it also depends upon race and a whole lot of other things That's right. but if your fibroids are located in the um, in, in the cavity it can cause com- tremendous flooding it can you can have cramps you can have pain endometriosis chronic pelvic pain if you've had a sexually transmitted infection and you've been left with pelvic infection uh, pelvic inflammatory disease you can be you know you can look completely normal from outside whether when you have all yeah. these conditions I've, but you're suffering inside yeah, yeah I, have a, I have a very dear friend who has had many many years of agony through endometriosis so i i know yes. what you're talking about yeah how, how much of a factor is lifestyle in, in, in period pain and period symptoms? It's, it's, it's a huge factor. It's not the only factor, but lifestyle comes with six pillars. Uh, and, you know, they have a sort of a domino effect. So when you sleep better, so ideally you want to aim for seven to nine hours of good sleep. When you sleep better, your cortisol levels drop, you're less stressed. So stress is another lifestyle uh, factor which really influences how you perceive your pain, how painful your periods are, how you know, the rest of the women's health uh, issues as well, as with any general health. We know stress can increase your risk of heart disease, for example. So sleep is really important. When you don't sleep well, you get stressed. When you uh, get stressed, you don't want to exercise or move your body because we know that being physically active actually helps to wash away these prostaglandins, improves a whole lot of other factors. And when you don't want to exercise, then you reach for the wrong foods uh, or not the wrong foods. I don't like the term <laughs> wrong foods, but, you know, uh, you know, uh, highly uh, processed foods. Yeah. You know, 60 percent of our diet yeah. is composed of ultra processed foods. You, you mentioned so you, you mentioned that, sleep, doctor. But isn't it mm, true as well that, you know, periods mess with your sleep anyway? Yes. 
Absolutely. So being aware of that and actually being kind to yourself and taking that time out to say, you know what, I'm approaching my period, my progesterone levels are uh, higher at this stage. I know I will feel more sleepy. I will have sleep disturbances. So I need to make some special precautions. I should be avoiding screen time. I should be going to bed a bit early, having a routine. If you're not made aware of these things, what happens is you take it for granted and chronic sleep deprivation has been even seen, especially in night shift workers, for example, increases risk of breast cancer, aggressive breast cancer. So, you know, sleep, stress, the food that you put into your mouth, trying to look for green leafy vegetables, fruits, beans, all these which are anti-inflammatory tend to help to reduce the inflammation. Chronic inflammation is a sort of a building block to many uh, uh, illnesses, including period issues. And studies have been done to show that when sw- people switch from a standard, um, you know, Irish diet or, or a, a Western diet, as we would say, uh, of moving away from animal-derived products and ultra-processed foods to eating mm. more plant food, so eating more color, eating more potatoes with skin and sweet potatoes and herbs and spices, all these studies have shown that actually you can improve your, uh, your condition, whether it is endometriosis, whether it's polycystic ovary syndrome, whether it is fibroids. But is it the only answer? Of course not. Yeah. There are people who are going to have very significant uh, disease and medication there should be no medication shaming there should be no surgery shaming you know when you have a diagnosis you may need medication you may need hormonal contraception you may need surgery which you know doctors like me would offer but that does not mean that lifestyle does not play a role and that's important it's not one or the other you know it it used to be said that um a, a woman's period pain would would reduce after she had a child um, but that yes. was was that an urban myth or does it does it happen no, for some people there is some there is some truth with it uh, to do it's to do with the cervix uh, the neck of the womb the cervix the way the nerve fibers are innervated in that area and stretching of the cervix with the vaginal birth is supposed to be uh, helpful because you know the a lot of pain that young uh, women get is known as primary dysmenorrhea which means that there is no cause for it they don't mm. if they don't have backgrounds of fibroid and endometriosis and chronic pelvic disease then it is because of these prostaglandins that are released and the, the blood has to go through a quite tightly closed neck of the womb and so you can imagine physically when the cervix dilates then that can help in some women not for all but it can help so not a complete myth most myths tend to have a grain of truth in them <laughs> yes <laughs> yes yes particularly particularly medical ones in, yes. in terms of mood swings and, and I guess you know as a, as a man you, you begin yes. to sense that your female colleagues friends you know family yeah. members you you begin to sense that it's their time because of certain mood changes Um, but some people really struggle with those mood changes can they take anything can they do anything I mean you know people used to be taking evening primrose oil again does that do any good Yes, there are some studies to show that, you know, mood changes that are associated with hormonal fluctuations can benefit from lifestyle changes, can benefit from certain medications. But premenstrual syndrome, premenstrual dysphoric disorder, these are all spectrums. So some people will be seriously affected, so much so that they will have suicidal thoughts. Uh They may have such 
you know, it's like postpartum blues. You know, there's a range of symptoms from just feeling a bit low because your hormones are doing all kinds of things uh, versus, you know, actually having to have your baby um, being looked after by somebody else when you're when you've just delivered because you've got postpartum psychosis. So you can imagine there's a whole spectrum. But hormone, the way the hormones fluctuate throughout the menstrual cycle can be a real issue for some people. And yes, we would again want to bring in the lifestyle side of things. But again, we may have to try out different uh, uh, medications that can help and counseling and therapy. These are really necessary for some people. So the message I want to give to all your listeners is if you think your quality of life is affected, whether it's with heavy periods, whether it's with painful periods, whether it's a medical condition, we just wrote a book my daughter and I on a a condition called polycystic ovary syndrome, people often don't know this. They haven't joined the dots because they feel dismissed by health professionals, not because the health professionals are are not good or they don't want to help you. It's because they're often busy. They haven't themselves thought of the possible diagnosis. Mm. So, you as the person who's actually going through a problem, you need to actually empower yourself, learn to be aware of your body, the different parts of your body, how do they work, so you can actually then tell the doctor or the nurse this is what's happening to me, I think I may have this, can I have some help, are there medications, is there stuff, but the stuff that you can do you can learn, you know, stress reduction techniques, you can learn how to sleep better, you can learn how to eat better, those are things in your control, because periods are a vital sign if you don't have you know periods that are uh, not affecting the quality of your life that needs attention you cannot you should not be ignoring it and no health professional listening in should be ignoring it and not because of anything else these are a big drain Mm. it's a public health issue I i had a good friend who had a saying one time i know my body very well and i listen to it and if it starts talking differently i go to the doctor i thought that was a great piece of life advice Yes. Nobody knows your body better than you. Not your mother, not your father, not your partner. You know what's wrong with you. But if you're not aware of how the body works, how can you be an advocate for yourself? It doesn't mean that you know best when it comes to treatment, say, for example, of endometriosis. You don't have that you know, 35 years of experience, for example, that a specialist like myself may have. But you have the right to question and ask the questions so that you fully understand. Because, you know, without understanding, how are you going to follow through any treatment or Mm. any lifestyle advice? You're not going to be able to do that. There is so much more I could cover with you, but our time is (laughs) short. I, I do want to raise a topic, though, that, and I don't know how familiar you'll be with the situation here doctor but it can be very difficult for women to get certain medications at a time of their period because pharmacists and doctors pharmacists in particular are concerned about the consumption of codeine Um, Mm -hmm. and sometimes and I think there's one topic or one product I think called Feminax I may be wrong that has codeine in it and pharmacists are they ask a lot of questions about it are you concerned about people using codeine do you recommend it you know can you understand why some pharmacists are are reluctant to give it out um I think before people give out medication, of course, the right questions have to be asked. The main drug that works, just like ginger works, is something called a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug. So your group of 
ibuprofen, Feminax has that as well, yeah. Neurofen. These are uh, medications that are non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. They work directly against, remember those chemicals I mentioned, the prostaglandins. Indeed. Indeed. Codeine is there to help in some situations. But whatever the medication, no patient or no person should be made to feel uh, minimized or bad about it. But yes, the pharmacists and the doctors have to ask the right questions because you may be allergic to certain medications. Mm-hmm. And you must ask somebody, you know, why are you taking medications throughout the month when you should really, if your periods are, you know, lasting for seven days or five days, you should be considering taking treatment just before the day or the mm. first couple of days. If that is such a uh, long time that you're taking, could you actually be having an underlying health condition that really needs addressing? So I have a lot of friends who are pharmacists and I think they do a brilliant job uh, because they often are sort of the gateway to the per- person thinking, mm. oh, actually, I may have a condition and off I go to see my doctor. Yeah. But yes, I, I think there is a balance and nobody should act judge and jury i'm very against that uh, and i i do want people to know that there is help available and you should never be there will always be empathetic okay. pharmacists health nurses and doctors around and you you deserve it it's your right and lastly you mentioned briefly there more than once you mentioned ginger um Yes. Talk to me in one minute about ginger. Can you? I mean, you can presumably you can make some simple thing like ginger tea, which which may help. Yes. Yeah. So ginger has been shown in randomized trials, which is one the best type of tri- study um, in in small groups. They're not huge studies, but they've been shown that. Uh, Taking ginger regularly, especially in the first four days of your period, a third of a teaspoon or a pinch, if you can imagine, of ginger powder, which you can buy very cheaply from your local supermarket or local shop. You don't have to buy something fancy, even a ginger tablet, but it's more expensive. Three times a day for four days has been shown to be as effective as taking ibuprofen group of drugs because it works in the same principle. And you know that ginger helps with nausea, nausea of chemotherapy, nausea of cancer, vomiting. It helps in pregnancy nausea and it helps in period pain period heavy flow as well as nausea of periods so yeah i'm a great advocate you can take it in ginger tea you can grate some ginger you can put it into your food and then you can increase the amount of ginger that you take you know in the lead up to your period and during your period just like you should do with exercise and diet bringing lots of colorful plants making sure that you're eating plant-based as much as possible plant predominant so you're really eating your beans and your whole grains your potatoes your sweet potatoes your fruits your colorful vegetables you know that is what Mm -hmm. nature intended us to do and then you bring in the the foods that you know don't bring health bring them in in small amounts you don't need to eat them in huge amounts so i hope i've been able to uh, it it, you know. it it has been wonderful to speak with you and you. and we may well speak again because i know that my my, my listeners are literally clung to their radios listening to this and the, the number of men fascinated by listening to you is 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 a breakthrough i think certainly dr Nitu Bajek, I'll thank I'll you so happy. much thank you and people can go on to my website, PJ. Uh, you know, neetubajekal.com has about 50 different fact sheets, all downloadable, completely free. Feel free to read them and, and use them as needed. All right. Thank you very much. Quartz 96 FM. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.